Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1688. Why I Won't Let My Clients Diet by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Happy Saturday. Thank you so much for being here and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs all for free. And don't forget, we have a few shows where we do this, where we cover a bunch of different topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in any podcast app to find them. Now, it's April, obviously. Have you checked in on your progress towards your New Year's resolutions yet? No? Well, that's okay, because today's post will help you along with that. So with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Why I Won't Let My Clients Diet by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. I love New Year's resolutions. There's always room to take a step back, look at the big picture, and decide what lifestyle factors we want to shift. For me, I downloaded Quicken for my personal finances, started a new full-body weightlifting routine, and put lots of extra date nights with my partner on the calendar. But here's what I don't want your New Year's resolutions to include. Dieting. I don't let my clients diet because by the very virtue of dieting, you miss the mark of what it means to develop a healthy, simple, and beautiful relationship with food and your body. Why diets don't work. Here's a quick caveat. Sometimes diets do work, temporarily. But diets are, by their nature, temporary. They operate on quick restriction, willpower, and fast results. Most commercial diets don't educate you about how to eat for health, satisfaction, and long-term weight maintenance. Instead, most diets set you up to yo-yo, to lose weight, then bounce back up quickly to your original weight, or maybe even higher. Why does this happen? Two reasons. Metabolism. Your body's metabolism works all the time, even when you're sleeping or sitting at your computer. The only time you're really aware of your metabolism is when you're exercising, and it seems like you're burning lots of calories with the high level of effort. However, you actually burn more calories throughout the day than you do during exercise. This basal metabolic rate is the number of calories per day that we burn just keeping the heart beating and the lungs pumping. For most people, basal metabolic rate starts in the low thousands. This would be like a really petite woman, for example and can go as high as the 2000s or even 3000s. It's hard to beat that with a workout. Most diets promise a metabolic reset or metabolic jumpstart. In reality, they do reset your metabolism, but not in the way that you want. 
restricting your calories too low, as diets usually do, can effectively fool your body into thinking that food is scarce, and your body will instinctively and automatically lower your basal metabolic rate to accommodate the scarcity. Yes, you will lose weight, but the problem is that your body doesn't increase the metabolic rate just as easily once the diet is over. It wants to safeguard your fat storage in case there really is a food shortage. The consequence of this is that after a diet, when you go back to eating a relatively normal amount of food, your metabolism is even slower than what it was before you started the diet. This means that you will probably gain even more weight back than you lost because your basal metabolic rate has been lowered to the point that perhaps more than half of your calories are seen as excess and are automatically stored as fat. It can take years for your metabolism to even out after a successful crash diet. If you lost a large amount of weight quickly in the last three to seven years, keep in mind that your metabolism may be lower than someone who is your same weight who didn't lose weight to get there. It doesn't seem fair, right? But it's the way our bodies try to protect us from starvation. Just to be clear, no matter how quickly or slowly you lose weight, your metabolism will get slower because you will literally be a smaller person with less mass to maintain. However, generally speaking, your metabolism will only slow down to the point that you restrict your caloric intake so you can minimize the change by eating at the right level for your body to thrive. Psychology. On top of the negative metabolic aspects of dieting, there's a huge psychological aspect to dieting that can be very harmful. We are already bombarded with messages about what our bodies should look like, and even confident, empowered individuals struggle with knowing how to handle attitudes towards food, dieting, and body image. My primary concern about dieting is that it creates black and white thinking, as well as a chasm between good foods and bad foods. Foods simply can't be classified into good and bad. It's so much more complex than that. Enjoyment, biology, allergies, sensitivities, traditions, and personal preferences all factor into the choices that should drive our various ways of eating. But here's the real psychological problem with diets. Diets teach you that you can't enjoy both the body you want and the food you want. Diets say you have to pick one. I despise how diets turn food choices into moral black and white fork in the road decisions. You're not bad because you ate something decadent that you love any more than you were good if you eat carrots and broccoli. Diets want to imprison you in your own mind so that every time you lose weight, it's the diet's success. But every time you fail, it's your fault. Real nutritional skills. Developing real nutritional skills, on the other hand, allows you to both enjoy your food and to leverage your eating to achieve your health and fitness goals. Nutritional skills include knowing roughly how much you should eat each day, consistently buying and preparing home-cooked meals that you love, understanding how to eyeball portion sizes, developing ordering out skills that support your health, getting in touch with your hunger and fullness cues, and sorting out issues with emotional eating. None of those skills are taught while dieting. Dieting is all about adhering to the plan. Developing real-world nutritional smarts, however, requires you to be patient, work through personal issues, and figure out your ideal way of eating through trial and error. Could it involve some self-discipline, transforming your attitudes, and perhaps eating less food than before? Absolutely. But ideally, these changes happen in a context of self-acceptance, long-term planning, 
and a flexible attitude. Weight loss is slow. Finally, remember that if you're using real nutritional skills and not dieting down, weight loss is a slow process and it's the adoption of a new lifestyle. It's not temporary and willpower, which can burn out quickly, will not be your friend. Instead, developing a healthier way of eating requires patience, persistence, and consistency over a long period of time. One pound per week is the most I recommend for my clients because it can be accomplished with a healthy, well-rounded way of eating that doesn't eliminate or restrict foods that you love. If you launched into an aggressive commercial diet hoping to reset your metabolism, don't worry, there's still time to change gears. You just listened to the post titled Why I Won't Let My Clients Diet by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I've said this before. When we just hear the word diet, it can make us flinch a little. Then, if we really dissect it, it doesn't help that it's got the word die right in the middle of it. It's almost like the word diet is telling us that some aspect of our lives is gonna have to die in order for this to work. That's probably not the mentality we wanna start off with. Instead, what if we think about adding foods to our diets, not removing them? like? adding more fruits and vegetables and making those the priority. Magically, if we make fruits and vegetables a priority in our meal planning, the rest sort of falls into place. We'll probably eat fewer of those not-so-great-for-us foods, the foods that may be holding us back from feeling our best. This is because we're so full from all of the fruits and vegetables we've been eating, there's less room in our meals for those other foods. Now, nothing is off-limits unless we, of course, have a food allergy or intolerance. Instead, Some foods are just not as much of a priority anymore. Doesn't that sound a lot better than having to go on a diet? All right, that'll do it from me for today. I hope you're having a great weekend if you're listening in real time, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Sunday show and where your optimal life awaits.